everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Tournament Podcast. This is Mike, joined as always by my brothers Tom and Marty. And this week, we are sticking with our, our wrestling roots, specifically WCW. Nice. Um, since, yeah, I think we've, uh, we've discussed many times in the past that that's kind of our uh, wheelhouse there is, is WCW, so... The NWA slash WCW. So this week, we're actually going to be discussing 16 of the worst gimmicks in WCW <laughs> history. <laughs> and for this particular uh, list, I actually just kept it at singles wrestlers because you could probably do a whole nother tournament of just tag teams. And honestly, you could probably do another, you know, like a part two or part three or B and C of just, you know, singles wrestlers, if we're being honest. But what I did was I, rather than just picking them myself, I kind of went out, did some research, looked at various lists, and the 16 guys were kind of the consensus. Most of these guys appeared on various lists. Um, so I think we got a, got a good list here that we can debate. So... I will go ahead and generate here, but before I do that, before we get started, just to throw a reminder out there for everybody listening, please like, subscribe, uh, share, uh, spread the word. Absolutely. The, oh, yep, we appreciate it. Um, comment, let us know what you think, as always. And you can also find us on, what, Spotify, Stitcher, we're on Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn. We're everywhere. Absolutely you, everywhere. Yep. You know what else we are? We are the fastest growing podcast in all of the land. That we are. And we and used to throw that out as, I don't want to say a comical tagline, but at this point, I think on YouTube, we are the fastest growing podcast, literally. Um, so thank you so much. And yep. no, I am not kidding. I mean, we are, I mean, just really, um, really grateful for, for what we have been experiencing here lately. But I will let Mike continue. Yeah, we, we very much appreciate the support. All right. So before I generate here, I will run down the list of the 16 guys. And again, these, you know, some of these guys are, you know, obviously much more deserving than others possibly to be on this list. But like I said this is just kind of a, you know, a list of guys that appeared various, you know, various different websites. So may not necessarily all be guys that I would throw on here, but overall, you know, the community seems to feel that they should be. So, all right, <clears throat> running down the list here, we've got the Shockmaster. We have the Kiss Demon. Ugh. We have Oz. We have the Yeti, or as Tony Schiavone once called him, the Yeti. <laughs> we have Arachnaman, Glacier, Disco Inferno, <laughs> that 70s guy, Mike Awesome, the artist formerly known as Prince Iakea. Booty Man, Norman the Lunatic, The Black Scorpion, The Rap Master PN News, Yuck. The Shark, Renegade, 
and Johnny B. Bad. Mm. And again, yes, some of these guys I don't think of as much as others as being <laughs> yeah. terrible gimmicks. But again, all the lists I looked at, like Johnny B. Bad, for instance, was on multiple. So I will go ahead and include him. And I'll be surprised if he wins. But again, as we always say, the matchups matter. So. Yep. Yo, we baby, yo, baby, yo. It is generating. <clears throat> Just nerve wracking. All right. This is awkward. Okay. Okay. We may have to edit this. Maybe go to a commercial <laughs> break here, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. <laughs> My generator. Let's see. Mike took all this time to to be uh, prepared ahead of time. Oh, here we are. Uh, yep. And it, I was having issues with my generator. So. Keep in mind, okay. it's proprietary mm -hmm. our tournament generator. So. All right, and here we are. The first matchup, and I and I'll before I forget, tried to think of criteria since we're of course debating on the worst gimmick. My thinking was maybe we we kind of go by a the the uh, obviously the appearance of the gimmick you know the the wrestling attire. The second one could be the name because yeah. a lot of times you know the name some of these terrible gimmicks it's not going to pass the name test either as uh, as a lot of people reference the the name test. Can you picture you know whatever? Kiss Demon headlining your biggest pay-per-view of the year, so figured we'd do the appearance or the look, the name, and then I guess the third one, if we need a tiebreaker, could just be the in-ring work. Okay. So, All right. that's kind of what I was thinking. So, without further ado, the first matchup here to determine... The worst gimmick in WCW history is Arachnaman versus the Shockmaster. So I figure for this one, uh, Marty, if you would like to go first, and then I will, I will go last. Okay. Um, Arachnaman versus uh, the Shockmaster. Well, <laughs> anyone that's a fan of WCW knows the unfortunate. Um, uh, debut of the Shockmaster when he falls through the wall, which wasn't his fault at all. Anything you hear about it, the um, you know kind of people that were doing the stage were supposed to make this fake wall, which they did, but I think they had like a two by four at the bottom, which for uh, Fred Ottman, aka Shockmaster, tripped over and he was breaking through the wall. Um, Arachnaman. For anyone that's not familiar, is the grossly, grossly underrated uh, Brad Armstrong, who just was so good and could never catch on. But jumping to the criteria for the appearance, Arachnaman looked pretty cool. I mean, some people may have said they were trying to cross the line and look like Spider Man. <laughs> I think we all thought that. Um, <laughs> But it looked kind of cool. Um, Shockmaster was ridiculous looking. He literally had a, uh, a stormtrooper <laughs> oh, helmet with... A, a bedazzled stormtrooper yeah, helmet? like glitter or something. <laughs> oh, it, it did. And yeah. I think a furry vest. 
it was just a terrible combo um in a fashion sense um for the name i mean Shockmaster, kind of a weird name it, it was based on him just coming out at first time shocking people Arachnid man doesn't sound too bad um if i needed a tiebreaker there's no question that Arachnid man was the superior wrestler but for me i'm gonna go with the worst gimmick of these two is the poor shock master <laughs> <laughs> all right tommy what do you think i completely agree with everything marty said um it was doomed from the outset um i still get a I just can picture uh, that debut of the shock master and it was like sid vicious and davy boy in the background going oh my god <laughs> he fell on his ass <laughs> Um, but, and also what Marty said with Arachnaman having Brad Armstrong under the outfit, I mean, give me a break. One of the most underrated wrestlers of all time, uh, certainly skill wise. So just on that alone, uh, it, well, and using the criteria, I guess I should say in the look, I mean, give me a break that I Shockmaster might, as we go through here, I may change my mind, but that might be the worst look of a gimmick, at least in WCW. I mean, just a, like you said, a glittered stormtrooper helmet. I mean, no thought at all, no creative put into that in the least. So, yeah, I'm not going to draw it out. I go with Shockmaster as the worst of these two as well. Nice, and I'm going to agree. Yeah, you guys both pretty much covered everything already. But, yeah, I mean, the Arachnaman, not that, you know, not that you're going to see the Arachnaman main eventing Starcade. But at least as a kid, I thought it was cool. The you know the the gimmick, the the attire. He used to shoot web webbing out of his out of his hands, which again as a kid I thought was awesome. But yeah, Shockmaster was just, and you know like Marty said, not Fred Ottman's fault at all. Yeah, yeah, he was kind of set up to to fail. And let's let me throw this in, and I apologize. I, I don't, don't want to cut somebody right off like that, but um. Just think of poor Sting. So Sting had to kind of lead up that. You know, he was tasked with leading up the, you know, bringing the Shockmaster in and hyping it up. And then the poor guy also had, what, RoboCop that he had to bring in and hype up. I mean, they stuck Sting with some terrible, terrible gimmicks. Uh, God bless Steve Borden, but go ahead. Sorry. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and Eligante, which was another game, another name rather that popped up on on some of the list but to me wasn't you know i didn't think he quite fit on a list of worst gimmicks but he was on a few of them it's another guy i believe sting was heavily involved with back Oosh. in the day so yeah poor steve uh but yeah so yeah the, the shock master you know he said the arachna man at least as a kid i thought it looked cool but yeah shock master with that glittery helmet and uh yeah the vest and I don't know if I mean if if Marvel wasn't pleased with you know racking a man possibly we're just gonna say possibly ripping off Spider Man because we don't know for a fact <laughs> no. but but I can't imagine that Lucas Films or whatever it was at the time uh, wasn't you know a little perturbed if you will that they were using a clearly a stormtrooper helmet it's not like they you know added or took anything away yeah, from it that changed true. the look besides dipping it in glitter. 
<laughs> so yeah, unfortunately, again, no fault of his own. But yep, the Shockmaster is you know a worse gimmick than than Arachnaman. So Shockmaster will move on. And and wasn't am I mistaken? Was Shockmaster Ole Anderson's creation? I uh, it probably was. I know he did the voice. I believe mm-hmm. okay. when you watch that promo, he's off screen doing the voice amongst all the laughter and the possible cursing yeah, <laughs> from, the, uh, from, yeah, I think Booker T may have been out there as well. And yeah, Sting and Sid, it's, yeah, poor, poor Fred. <laughs> all right. Well, Fred, a.k.a. the Shockmaster, will move on to face either Glacier or Disco Inferno. So I guess for this one, uh, Tommy, if you'd like to go, and then I will go second just to mix up the rotation here. Yeah, th- this one's actually not very easy. Um, boy, I have to think about this for a second. I didn't necessarily mind either one. I I actually will go on record here. I liked Glacier. <clears throat> I thought they, again, he was somebody that they they didn't use wisely. Uh, they could have done more with um, with Glacier. And I'm drawing a blank at the gentleman's real name. It's Ray something, I believe. Um, I actually forget myself. Yeah, I think you're right, though. It is Ray something. But, um, yeah. Uh, so just looking at the criteria, the look, I mean, I liked Glacier. Uh, again, maybe just personal preference. I mean, they, they really branded him. They promoted him. Um, obviously, we know, just like the Stormtrooper helmet, this was a Mortal Kombat thing, but... You know, with the snowy promos and that, it was really cool. Um, sometimes it's hard to translate that karate-type fighting to wrestling. I think he did it as well as you possibly could. Um, but look, just because I liked Glacier, I'd, I'd give Glacier the, the thumbs up on that. So I guess I'd say Disco Inferno was worse, although Disco's Inferno wasn't bad. He just had the like the disco pants on. Name, um, I like Glacier more than Disco Inferno. (laughs) (laughs) Work in the ring. um, I mean, again, trying to translate that martial arts style into the ring isn't easy. Um, Disco Inferno is a pretty good worker. So I'd probably give him the slight edge there. Um, but but all in all, just because of bias and because I don't want to ramble on for minutes, I'm going to say the worst of these two is Disco Inferno, just because I like Glacier. So Disco Inferno is my vote. All right. Well, I'll go second here. Um, whew. I think we might create a tiebreaker here because I think, yep. cut to the chase here, I'm going to go with Glacier to move on just because... I agree, though. This is a tough one. Ah, man, because, I mean, neither guy is, at least, well, just by eyeballing, neither guy is the worst of the bunch here. No, not at all. I mean, they're probably two of the the best, uh, and they happen to meet each other in the first round, which is, you know, where we say matchups are everything. It's randomly generated. Unfortunately, they've met each other in the first round, so one of them has to go. Like I said, Disco Inferno was a, you know, multi-time champion, was a pretty darn good worker that just had a, you know, kind of a goofy gimmick. And Glacier, I didn't mind as much. Um, I don't remember, unfortunately, a whole lot of his work. I don't remember him being, you know, offensive or anything in the ring. But, uh, oh, yeah, as far as the look, 
Whew. Yeah, I guess I'll I'll say Glacier, at least for me, was a little worse just because it, you know, kind of the more, uh, what, Mortal Kombat ripoff look versus Disco. His, you know, ring gear was just the, the bell-bottom tights, which yeah. wasn't as bad. Um, the name... Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I guess I'll I'll give the, you know, again, go with the worst. So the worst name out of the two, I guess, probably is Disco Inferno more so than Glacier. But yeah, but for the tiebreaker, since I, I think, again, for me, Disco was, was a better worker because had a multi-time when I think he was a TV champ, possibly the cruiserweight champ somehow. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, I think for me overall, I'm going to say Glacier was the worst out of these two. So I'm going to move him on. Uh, so it looks like it's 1-1. Marty, you're the Ooh. tiebreaker. Okay. I agree with you guys. This one's not quite as easy as <laughs> the last one. Um, appearance, um, I thought Glacier looked pretty cool. Was it ridiculous? Yes, but... I think that was WCW trying to get a little more of a, a character, maybe for merchandise, but it, it looked cool. And they put a lot of money in the production. Like uh, Tommy said, with the, the snow falling and the laser light, um, <clears throat> the Disco Inferno, um, you know, he was kind of put together. He just had the bright colored, you know, bell bottom type hands. Um, so, I don't know. That's close. That's almost a tie for me. I agree with both of you guys on the name. To me, Glacier is kind of a cool name, um, especially when you've got the snow falling as part of the gimmick. Uh, Disco Inferno, to me, doesn't pass the name test. This mic brought up, you know, it, it's hard to say, you know, the world heavyweight champion, Disco Inferno. It, it does sound <laughs> bizarre, even though he did. Like Mike said, holds significant gold in the ring. Um, so I'm, I'm close to a tie on these. In-ring work, though, I think, um, you know, Glacier was okay, but, you know, Tommy said, kind of summed it up. It's hard to use that kind of style in professional wrestling when it, where it's all, you know, a work. Uh, Disco was a good worker. Um and hence why he won, you know, a good amount of gold. Um, man, this one is kind of tough. Um, I guess, hmm, I guess on a slight edge, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say that Glacier was a worse gimmick, and, and I hate saying that, but I'm just going by this criteria. To me, it, it came down to like the tiebreaker of ring. So I'm going to say Glacier was the worst of the two gimmicks. Well, and then don't worry about that uh, because Glacier won't move on to the next round. We know that. Yep. <laughs> and uh, and actually, that reminds me. Forgot to mention at the beginning here the um, the always present veto that all three yep. of us have. Uh, I was going to bring that up here. This is a perfect time to bring up the veto. Each of us starts out with a veto. So if any point we, you know, pick, say, you know, in this case, Marty and I both picked, uh, what, Glacier as the worst gimmick. Tommy felt the other way. 
so Tommy could use his or his gimmick. He could use his veto, veto us, and he could move his pick on. Yep. And we again, we all three have it to start out. You use one per episode. Um, some of us have used them more than others, but actually, at this point, we've all I think used at least once. It just took several weeks for Marty and I to to finally uh, you know bust ours out, but. But yeah, yep. I wanted to kind of throw that out there. I forgot to mention that at the beginning, but so yeah, we always have that veto in our back pocket. So if we don't agree with the decision, we can veto the other two and move our pick on. So with that said, and, do you feel strongly enough, oh, Tommy, to move Glacier on, or I guess Disco and Frodo yeah, to move on. Disco into them? <laughs> no, not at all, because it was such a close contest. <laughs> so we'll Glacier will. Uh, proceed here in the tournament but i do want to say glacier uh raymond lloyd uh, oh, okay. is his real name just to um because i you know like to research and make sure i'm accurate <clears throat> and i have reached out to mr lloyd about uh coming on the show oh. uh, i have not heard back That's so cool. if you are listening to this um check your inbox yep thank you and as one other quick side note, because I did mention Disco Inferno possibly a one, being a one-time Cruiserweight champion, I did verify that he was a actually a two-time TV champ and was, in fact, a one-time Cruiserweight champion at, what, 240 pounds. <laughs> so either they fudged the numbers a bit or Disco went on a hell of a diet for a while. So, yep. But, yep, so Glacier will move on to face the Shockmaster. Yep. All right, the for worst gimmick is the Renegade, which again may or may not have been a Ultimate Warrior ripoff against the Shark, who, for those who don't either know or remember, was John Tinta, you know, oh. aka Earthquake from WWF, basically with a shark. I think it was like an open shark mouth on the front of his singlet, and he had shark teeth painted on the sides of his face and yeah it was bizarre um <laughs> and it looks it looks i mean i well that answers the know. mike's pick but go ahead well, well, <laughs> yeah. oh man well yep because i'm going first here um yeah the the get up for me yeah the the shark the shark get up was you know obviously even though like i said renegade was you know pretty much known to be an ultimate warrior ripoff i think they even may have teased before he debuted the teases kind of led you to believe that it was the warrior coming in um so yeah clearly he was supposed to look like warrior but i mean the the attire you know wasn't really at least for me as offensive as the the whole shark get up with the teeth on the the face and yeah so the the get up i think the shark was worse uh, the name, I mean, again, you know, you're looking at, say, Starcade. What are you going to have, Hulk Hogan versus Renegade or, or Hulk Hogan versus The Shark? Uh, I'm going to have to go with The Shark again. And it, actually, I guess it's going to be a clean sweep. Not that I need the tiebreaker, but again, Renegade and John Tinta. I mean, John Tinta was a, a heck of a worker for a big guy. Um, and I don't really remember too much about the Renegade, unfortunately, outside of just the, the look. Um, but I'd imagine, you know, he was probably a more, you know, more athletic 
in the ring just because John was was a bigger guy. So, yeah, not that I needed that tiebreaker, but just overall, I'm going to say the shark is moving on is the, the worst of the two gimmicks. Looks like, Marty, you are going second this time around. Wow. <clears throat> this one kind of is tough. Um, <laughs> oh, let me be honest. I um, I like to think of myself as uh, kind of a, a pseudo-wrestling historian and a huge super fan. But I don't remember a ton about the Renegade. I do remember that, you know, he had the face paint and, and I think, you know, the the kind of bright singlets that Warrior had. The shark was, I mean, to me, the shark was literally WCW not having any um, creative um, uh, abilities at that time. They brought over John Tenta, who was very talented, who was a legit sumo wrestler. They brought him over, basically wanted to capitalize on his earthquake gimmick and I mean, it's a same style outfit, but there's a lot more of it and a lot more where I agree with the teeth on the face and all that. So the appearance, yes, the shark is definitely more awkward. Um, for the name, Renegade or, <laughs> or the shark, yeah, I mean, Renegade sounds cool if it was you know, a better wrestler that had it. So I, I'm going to agree with Mike. Um, poor John Penta has um, just a terrible gimmick. So without further ado, I'm going to say the shark was the worst of the two. It, it's, it's borderline offensive. Yeah, and again, like we said, no offense to any of these guys because, of course, it's not, you know, it's not on them. It's not their fault. It was just, like you said before, the lack of creative. And I guess it's it's no coincidence when you look at all these guys i think they're all from the 90s since you know obviously in the 80s and before it was much more of a reality-based product versus the 90s where they were trying to catch up with vince and became much more cartoonish so that's why actually i think literally all of these gimmicks are from the 90s so yeah but i just wanted to point that out of course you know nothing disparaging against any of these guys it was just it wasn't them it was the creative that was given to them and they were doing their job so god bless them for doing the best they could but all right tommy what do you think renegade or the shark yeah and again i'll try to keep my answer nice and short um i definitely would vote for the shark to move on as the the worst gimmick of the two (laughs) I actually, yeah, again, and let's be honest, the Renegade was a ripoff of the Ultimate Warrior. But even with that said, I mean, it was kind of cool while it lasted. Um, and it was very short-lived. But, um, yeah, the shark, I mean, just just pitiful. I mean, literally pitiful. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, keeping my answer short, the shark moves on. <laughs> and I think Renegade is another kind of sidebar. I think Renegade... Um, and if somebody would like to put in the comments, please correct me if I'm wrong, but he won, uh, it was either the TV or the U.S. Yeah. title, maybe from Ric Flair? I, I don't know who Possibly. he beat, but he was a TV champ. Or no, I'm sorry, it was Arn. I think I was getting mixed up with, because with, Conan, I think, beat, uh, beat Rick for the U.S. title. I'm thinking of Arn. Renegade, oh, I believe, yeah. won oh. the TV title from Arn Anderson, which... 
obviously was a big win and they were they were definitely mm-hmm. trying to push him so if you want to beep this out you can but damn you wcw <clears throat> in the 90s that's <laughs> disgusting oh wow well, uh, if you think that's and disgusting. i think arn anderson feels the same way <laughs> yep and if you think that's disgusting it's not going to get any better because the next matchup we have somebody that i feel maybe isn't as deserving but we shall find out johnny be bad against somebody that well let's be honest should be on this list ed leslie aka the booty man brutus the barber beefcake who yeah you could probably do a whole tournament and who knows maybe maybe that could be upcoming but you could do a whole tournament of just terrible ed leslie gimmicks from what the zodiac the booty man just oh just dreadful but yeah i don't even marty i think you're starting out this Uh, atrocity yeah this man or johnny be bad (laughs) perfect perfect word this atrocity here yeah um well appearance just to start out johnny be bad i thought was so pretty um you know he he definitely (laughs) worked the gimmick um the makeup i mean he he looked good. I mean, it was silly and everything, but he made it work. He, he put a lot of time into that character. Booty Man. Oh, my God. Absolutely. Oh, oh. I don't know if this will sway anybody either way, but in my research, I was reminded that Booty Man's finisher was a, I believe, a jumping knee that was referred to as the Heine. <laughs> And that, unfortunately, oh, for those listening, God. is not a joke. That was literally <laughs> his finisher was the Heine. Okay. Well, actually, it does sway my vote. <laughs> I'm voting. I'm voting right now. Effort. Booty man's the worst. Okay, I'm done. Actually, yeah. that might be it for this episode. Booty man <laughs> just automatically oh, skips everybody. Oh my God. Yep. I'm done. Yeah. Booty man worst. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Tommy. Oh, I again keeping my answer real short. Oh, yeah, Booty Man. I haven't. I mean, ever since even the stupid Brutus the Barber garbage in WWF, that poor guy Ed Leslie, oh. as you mentioned, stuck with one bad gimmick after another. And actually, not a bad wrestler. Not a bad look. Uh, guy was put together. Yeah. But I mean, they just used him wrong around every every turn. That poor guy. Um. But, yeah, Booty Man, just terrible. Terrible. Yeah, I believe Ed Leslie, I'm not sure if it was 94, 95, but he oh, somehow headlined, and again, no offense to him, but just the gimmicks, he headlined Starcade with Hulk Hogan, I believe. I don't know what gimmick it was at the time. I hope to God it wasn't the Booty Man, but again, it probably mm. don't matter. But, yeah, it's Johnny B. Bad, like Marty said, it was a maybe a goofy gimmick but he made it work said he was a, a multi-time champ he was there for you know five six years always prominent um was a pretty darn good worker yeah, so, he, well, uh, he was good i mean i kept my answer short but yeah. was his finisher was he the the boxer was he the punch yep okay yeah yep. all right yeah I, i'm I trying to like sometimes get him mixed up with al perez and i couldn't remember Al oh. was the the spinning, yep. The, okay, leg lock or yep. knee lock. Yep. 
And I know it's been said on various podcasts that when Vince McMahon hired Mark Mero, he was hiring, or at least he was, in his mind, he was hiring Johnny B. Bad. So apparently Vince liked the gimmick more than the guys. So clearly the gimmick wasn't as bad as you know maybe some people thought. And, and I agree. I mean, like I said, he made it work. We're booty man. I mean, he had those damn, you know, tights with, I think, his butt cheeks were exposed. And the Kimberly Page was the, I think, the booty doll. And oh, he was poor just lady. Obsessed, well, he was obsessed with his ass. And, yeah, the tiny. It's just. There you uh, go, too. When they you put Kimberly Page with someone and it still doesn't get you over. Yeah. Yeah. Booty man's a stink. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yep. it's, yeah. Obviously, he's he's moving on. Johnny B. Bad is that's one of the guys just eyeballing at the get go that I was like, eh. But again, he was on multiple lists that I looked at, so I included him. But yeah, not yeah, not nearly as offensive as Booty Man. So yuck. Yeah, I almost cursed. All right, the next matchup here we have, huh? Is this might be a tough one? We have Oz. Which, of course, was Kevin Nash, possibly in a Wizard of Oz-type gimmick, against, oh no, that 70s guy. Poor Mike Awesome. That mm. 70s guy, and then they turned him into, was it the, and again, not to offend anybody, this was the gimmick from WCW. He was that 70s guy, and then he was the the fat chick thriller, Mike Awesome. <sighs> so that poor guy got saddled with all kinds of terrible gimmicks um not that nash was a stranger to that either so let's see i think tommy you're going first this time it is it going to be oz or that 70s guy um it's going to be that 70s guy (laughs) um yeah mike awesome damn good wrestler very good wrestler to be stuck with a gimmick like that, um, as we've kind of used this term a couple of times, is, is offensive. I mean, they could have done all sorts of things with him. I mean, big, powerful man, agility that is, you know, you would not necessarily see from somebody of that size. I mean, just really, I mean, a world champion type of a wrestler. Oh, yeah. And, um uh, Oz, uh, with you know Kevin Nash. I mean, not. I mean, obviously it's the Wizard of Oz. He's clearly supposed to be, <laughs> I guess the, the wizard or however that works. But, you know, I mean, not terrible. It was DDP his. Am I wrong? Was DDP his? Um, no, it was DDP was. Um, oh, geez, the Diamond Exchange. He was. Um, with Scott Hall. Scott Hall. Yeah. yeah. Yep. But what he was may have Scott been Hall? with him at the one diamond point, stud. Because remember, Nash then became Vinny Vegas, and oh, so oh, that's right. You could probably do a damn tournament of just his band. Yeah, Oz had well. some manager. I think it was. Um, I can't. I think put it was one. a monkey. <laughs> no, oh. there was a possible flying monkey or two. I think it was a monkey. It was hitting. <laughs> oh God, no. Oh Lord. Uh, but even with that said, which makes it sound even worse, yeah, just what they did to Mike Awesome, and that's, I mean, oh God, yeah. I, the worst of those two, in my opinion, is that '70s guy. 
<laughs> what the hell was creative thinking back then? I mean, the WWF was bad. Thank God this episode's not on the WWF, or we'd probably have to start the tournament with 64 bad gimmicks <clears throat> instead of 16. Yeah. But they tried to be them so much. Yeah. And that's why Eric was so successful, because he tried to be completely the opposite of everything that they were. But, um, my God, who was sitting in a room and would come up with these ideas and said, I got it. We'll do that 70s guy and blah, blah, and some, oh, yeah, yeah, that sounds great. Are you kidding me? But anyway, I'm rambling. That's my pick to move on here, that 70s guy. And it's funny you mentioned WWF because initially I was going to have an all-encompassing tournament, but then it kind of became overwhelming because there were so many bad gimmicks just from WWF alone. Plus, it's one of those things like, you know, obviously the Red Rooster would have won, so it's not worth even doing it. Yeah, I mean, I already had, I had 16 guys, and I hadn't even, I hadn't even come close to listing everybody, so that's why I was like, well, maybe I'll just limit it to WCW, because there was an, obviously enough in WCW <clears throat> alone to fill a tournament, so maybe Barely. down the line, we'll do a WWF one, because, yeah, just trying to do both, it became overwhelming, because there were yeah. so many bad gimmicks, and <laughs> but yeah, so I think I'm going next here, and uh, this is kind of a tough one because just by the oh, man, the appearance, oh man, the appearance. I have to say, Oz was worse just because the neon green and and he had the, just the entrance and everything with the the monkeys and oh man, but yeah, the. Oh God, I don't even know what to, I'm all flustered because yeah, it is a, even though I think Oz may have been a worse looking gimmick, like you said, Mike Awesome had so much potential. He was so good, especially for a guy that size, that it is almost more offensive, that 70s guy that is, just because of the potential he had. And he was saddled with such a terrible gimmick. Yeah, the the name test. I'm gonna have to say yeah that that '70s guy, as far as the name goes, is worse. Um, that '70s guy, Mike Awesome versus Oz. Yeah, Oz sounds a little bit better. In ring work, Mike Awesome obviously was a better worker than Nash was. But yeah, I don't I don't even know what to do. I'm going to, just to kind of go the other way, I'm going to say Oz was worse, even though, again, Mike Awesome, just because of the potential, I'm more offended by what they did with him versus Kevin Nash. But, yeah, just the the whole Oz presentation was slightly, they were both bad, but I'll say it's slightly worse. So we'll leave Marty the the tiebreaker here. What do you, what do you think, Marty? Well, first of all, I just want to stay um, on topic, but is is it me or each week does Tom and Mike have varying opinions? Maybe we should calculate that statistic. This might be coming. Uh, uh, it might be a like a feud that's brewing. I mean, who knows? But uh, so I get put into some interesting tiebreakers. Well, as far as appearance. 
I think that 70s guy appearance is worse because he had the old school like leisure suit type stuff and you know that's a goofy good point. Oh, um Oz hair. Oh well the hair was neat, but <laughs> Oz came out and yeah, he was bizarre in that big, you know, bearded helmet or not helmet like you know, mask kind of thing and monkeys yeah. and stuff. But when he took all that off, I mean I thought it looked kind of cool. I mean, yeah, he had like a neon green, but I, I didn't think it looked bad once he took the costume. So I think 70s guy's appearance is worse. Um, when it comes to name, that 70s guy, or Oz again, <laughs> I mean, yeah, that 70s guy yeah. just, that doesn't pass the, uh, the litmus test, so to speak. So, I'm going to say that 70s guy was uh, a worse gimmick. All right. And actually, nice. no, as you were talking through it, and then I was kind of thinking back to some of Tommy's comments, and I'm actually glad you kind of went that way so I didn't have to possibly veto myself. But, <laughs> but yeah, the more I do think about it, like you said, Oz, I think I was focusing too much on the entrance. But, yeah, I do agree now that I think more about it. Once he took everything off and it was just – Kevin Nash with the kind of neon green tights, yeah, versus what they they did to poor Mike Awesome. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I think you guys kind of swayed me. Um, so yeah, I agree. Mike Awesome does deserve to move on. Poor Mike. So let's see here, the next matchup to see who will face that '70s guy in the next round is Norman the Lunatic. Another man that has been saddled with some horrendous gimmicks against the Black Scorpion. And it looks like I am actually starting out this round. This is an interesting one. Um, Lunatic, I believe, was just supposed to be... Uh, was was he to have escaped from a, a uh, mental institution? And, he was. <laughs> And I believe, who was this? Was Teddy Long his manager? And I think yes. kind of the gimmick was that if, if Norman didn't do what Teddy told him to do, he was going to have him reinstitutionalized. But then on the flip side, you had the Black Scorpion with all the, the magic. and He would disappear, reappear, possible kidnapping. And, <clears throat> and yeah, there was multiple people under that mask at various times. I don't think they knew what to do with that gimmick. Yeah. Um, just going off the yeah the, the attire. I mean, neither neither one was terrible. If I remember, Norman just kind of wore like the I don't know if you call them scrubs or what you call them, but and the black scorpion just wore the you know the black bodysuit with the black mask, which um you know I've always I've always been a fan of guys either in masks or you know the makeup so just because I think I kind of liked his look a little more. I'll say Norman looked the worst out of the two. And, yeah, the the name, kind of the the name uh, test, Black Scorpion to me probably sounds a little better as well as, or sounds better than Norman the Lunatic. Um, So, yeah, I mean, in-ring work, I guess, don't even matter at this point. Um, kind of the the look the name everything i think for norman is at least for me is worse than 
the Black Scorpion, so even though Black Scorpion, again, with all the, the bizarre magic and all that, <laughs> is kind of, fr you know, looked back on badly and was frowned upon, I think, by many fans at the time, but my personal preference, Norman is worse, so I'm going to move <clears throat> him on. Uh, let's see, I think, Marty, you are next. Yeah, I mean, this one just... Um... It was one of those disappointing. It was uh, oh, definitely before the Nitro era. But um, Norman the Lunatic was brought in, and it, it had a literal WWF feel. This outrageous character, um, appearance-wise, I agree. Black Scorpion had kind of a cool-looking, uh, you know, outfit. The covered, you know, arms, legs, and everything, and a mask. Norman the Lunatic and his you know, patient garb, and he'd have stuffed animals and <clears throat> disgusting. So his look was worse. Um, the name Norman the Lunatic is atrocious. <laughs> so without further ado, Norman the Lunatic's the worst gimmick. Now, let me just say also real quick to wrap it up. As a heel, I think he came in as a heel. It was at least... I, I don't even know if I want to say acceptable because he, he did play the heel role pretty darn well. Um, and he had fame in uh, Calgary as uh, Muck and Sing. Um, but anyway, when he turned baby faced, he was coming out giving gifts. And like I said, stuffed animals. That was so hokey. It was disgusting. So, yeah, Norman the Lunatic, worse given. <laughs> All right, Tommy. Well, it's a two to, to zero, so and I'm not going to veto, so uh, Norman will be moving on. However, I'm just going to go ahead and go the other way. Oh. Only because, and you know, anything that even smells of WWF gimmick makes me sick to my stomach. <laughs> and obviously Norman, especially the good Norman, was exactly that. But the Black Scorpion, just in terms of just the overall care. I mean, they didn't know what the hell they were doing with that. They were stumbling all over themselves. I think it was literally four or five guys wore the Black Scorpion. And then in the end, when I, I guess it was against Sting, and where the Black Scorpion got unmasked, well, why did you unmask him? You could see with the mask on, it was frickin' Ric Flair from his mouth. I mean, it was pitiful. Actually pitiful. Mm -hmm. Um so, yeah, just for that and not knowing, it's like they just came up with something at the spur of the moment and didn't know what to do and just, it, well, and unfortunately for that time was, was becoming typical. Uh, but I'm just going to say the Black Scorpion gets my vote. Um, could have Actually, could have been a cool angle. But once again, they tripped all over it, um, you know, and, and just made a mockery of it. But even with my vote, obviously Norman is moving on. Yeah, and it's, I believe, yeah, at one point, I think um, Al Perez was initially supposed to be the Black Scorpion, but there was, I don't know if there was a contract dispute or what it was, but yeah, I guess at the end, they, like, oh, we don't know what to do, we'll just throw Rick under there, but, but yeah, it was... Wasn't it, was it somebody from Sting's past? Yeah. So how would that yeah. even have been Al Perez? I don't... I don't know if there was some, was, if there was a UWF... I don't know if Al Perez was ever ever in UWF or what it was, but yeah, I think 
he he may have actually been under the mask at one point. Oh, and I'm I sure it was a variety of guys. Oh yeah. yeah, I think 38 guys possibly at one point. Yep. Um, and actually, another quick side note: funny enough, I believe the Black Scorpion, if I'm not mistaken, was also voiced by Ole Anderson. No, Ole. yeah, it's like Ole was the go-to voice guy for for bad WCW gimmicks. So. <laughs> <laughs> I will take you out. Well, if it wasn't only, it might have been Marty. <laughs> All right, so the let's see, Norman the Lunatic is moving on. So the next matchup here is the Rap Master PN News versus the Kiss Demon. And Marty, <laughs> it looks like you are first this time around. This isn't going to take me long at all. Appearance, <laughs> Kiss Demon was incredible. I think WCW, it was silly, and I think they spent like a million plus dollars licensing that gimmick, but he looked cool because he looked like Kiss. Um, PN News, you know, I don't want to be personal or be rude. He, he was, he was a disgrace. I mean, Oh, Obviously, wow. if anybody watches our like uh, Zoom uh, videos that we have, I'm definitely not what you would call put together or in great shape. But <laughs> I'm also not a professional athlete. Um, PN News just mm, he wasn't getting it done. The attire, the stupid gimmick. I'm I'm done. PN News is the worst gimmick. All right, Tommy. Yeah. <laughs> well, as a big fan of Kiss. Um, I'm going to go the other way and say that it was the demon more just because of my personal feelings. Because if you look at the criteria, I mean, the look, certainly, yeah, PN News gets the vote is the worst there. Uh, the demon was a really cool look, but it was a cool look because it just copied Kiss. And I know it was a licensing agreement with Kiss, so it had to, but I don't know. They, they probably... They could have just done something different, a little bit different with that, and maybe made it work. But yeah, it was, it was not good. Um, and then the name, obviously, again, I would say, well, shit, you know, obviously the demon's pretty cool. So PN News is is worse when it comes to the name. And then work. I mean, I I have to. They were both so bad in terms of the gimmicks that. I tuned them out a lot, um, so I, I can't really speak on work with either one of them. Just looking at the bodies, I would imagine that... And who was the Kiss Demon? It was somebody we know, right? Is it Jeff Torborg, yeah, I think? Yeah, Jeff Torborg, who I believe is... Is he like the... What do you call the the Not weight coach, or whatever you call him for the... Or at least was for the strength Chicago coach? White Sox. Yeah, the, the strength and conditioning coach, I believe. Okay, okay. That's not what I was thinking, but but anyway, I just, as a KISS fan, and just even though I know KISS gave the blessing and, you know, they got a lot of cash in the bank because of it, it just it just was a road they should have never went down. Uh, PN News, I mean, at least I guess was somewhat creative. <laughs> But anyway, I'll put Mike on the hot seat. I'm going to go with the Kiss Demon in there. That just uh, Hold, sorry to interrupt. Oh, I no. might actually already just use my veto to put PN News as the worst. But 
Sorry, but I, I don't know if that'll be necessary. Man, this is hard. Because, yeah, like, again, I'll just kind of jump to the second, you know, criteria here, the name. Yeah, ne neither name is passing the test. Kiss Demon sounds better than Rap Master PN News. <laughs> but again, you know, you're going to have Hulk Hogan versus the Kiss Demon. But, well, then again, if you had, you know, Booty Man headline a Starcade, then maybe you would. Oh, uh, but just uh, the name. <sighs> yeah, I mean, the demon at least sounds a little more intimidating. So I'll say PN News is the worst name. Look-wise, it's... I agree with you both. Look-wise, the demon looked cool, but at the same time, it may have been a little hokier than PN News and his... What was it? Just a multicolored singlet and... Ooh. The hair, but yeah, the hair. Yeah. I mean, in ring work, I you know, obviously Torberg was probably a better worker. Uh, when I think PN News, I just think of that horrendous Gaffold match mm. that he was in. I I forget if it was Great American Bash, like in '91, possibly when he did nothing. He was petrified to be up there, so pretty much did nothing on the scaffold. So. Hmm. Yeah, Which, I mean, be I'm... honest, his whole wrestling career was a virtual scaffold match. <laughs> oh, see, I mean, Torberg, just by default, I'm sure was a better worker, but yeah, it's, it's, um, yeah, this really is a tough one because they're both bad. Just my personal <laughs> preference. If I had to watch one of them work a program, I'm thinking I'd rather watch the Kiss Demon than the Ratmaster PN News. Yeah, at least the demon looked cool. So I'll say the Rap Master was the worst of the two. And just to keep uh, going against what Tommy says, nice. we will go with the Rap Master P in news. Well, let, let me throw this in. Well, first of all, I forget the matchup that has to come next. I do remember one of the characters that has to be in the next bracket. So I don't even know if we need to talk about it because I know who's going to win the next bracket and move on. But let me just say that if I say something, you guys immediately say back to me the first thing that comes to your mind. And this might change your your vote here on what you just did. So you guys ready? Yeah. Okay. First thing that comes to your mind after I say this, blurt it right out. Yo, baby, yo, baby, yo. <laughs> well, you're not uh, saying uh, anything. <laughs> there, there it was. <laughs> you're supposed yeah, to say... Yo, baby, yo, baby. I, can't, I can't do it. I just can't do it. It, it was just. Oh. All right, never mind. I guess poor PN is moving on. And he yep. stole Damn from it. the boys, allegedly. I mean, at least his entrance did get the fans involved a little bit, so he made an effort. But, but yeah, PN News is, yeah, he's hideous. He's moving on. And the last matchup of the first round here, we have the artist formerly known as Prince Iakea versus the Yeti or Yeti, which just to remind fans, the Yeti or Yeti was actually a mummy. So Ooh. apparently whoever was in WCW creative at the time didn't know the difference between a Yeti and a damn mummy. So let's see. <laughs> I believe. 
Oh, uh, let's see. I think Tommy, I believe you're going first this time. If I'm or wait, or is this me? I'm all thrown off. Oh, what the hell, Tommy? I'll let you go uh, first. Say uh, PN News got you guys flustered, but oh, it there's did. really okay. no discussion here. First of all, I before I even make my obvious choice. The again creative and how did they even survive? So the so they stole you know Prince you know the artist formerly known as Prince Iakea or Iakea, possibly. I mean, and then the like you said, then they came up with the Yete, which is a pitiful name in and of itself. But then it wasn't an abominable snowman that came out; it was a mummy. <laughs> so I just whoever yeah, yeah. was back there in creative. Sometimes it's easy to sit on the sidelines or sit on the couch and say, well, I could do better than this. I could, oh, I wouldn't have missed that shot or I wouldn't have fumbled that in an NFL game or something. But I'm telling you, and at that point I would have been, you know, when all this was going down, like in my early 20s, I definitely think I could have done better in creative as a, as a kid than the adults they had back there running this and coming up with these ideas. I truly believe that. Uh, these were embarrassing, absolutely embarrassing. But with that said, the Yete moves on. It's going to be hard-pressed to have the Yete not win this tournament because that's one of the worst things I've seen in my life. And then the poor gentleman that played the – and I know who it is. He he went on. Wasn't he in Raven's Flock? Yeah, was it – um. Ron Reese, I Ron think. Reese. Yeah, yeah I, I thought it was, was. I knew yeah. Reese was. I thought of the first name was Reese, but so and, and no offense to that guy. Again, you're doing your job. That's what you're hired to do. But when he made that debut and was, well, you know, it looked like something sexual was going on. Oh, I mean, oh, it did with Hulk Hogan. <laughs> it was just, oh my, you know what? I'm rambling. No more. The Yate moves on. Yeah, and I'm actually, I think, next up here. And Yeah, I mean, yeah, the artist formerly known as Prince Ikea, like you said, obviously a Prince ripoff, but at the end of the day, you know, even, you know, not even touching on the criteria because I don't think it matters in this case. Just the fact that, like we've already said, you know, somebody in creative at least even though the gimmick and the the possible assault of hulk hogan everything was terrible but the <laughs> fact that you didn't know the difference between a yeti and a mummy like if you'd at least just called him the mummy or had the yeti be an actual yeti yeah that wouldn't have been i mean it would have still been bad but not as bad but yeah you you can't even you got the yeti as a mummy that is bad enough in and of itself. So, yeah, we don't even need to go any further. I agree. Yete moves on. Marty, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, just very quickly, though, Prince Ikea, before he became the artist formerly known as, Prince Ikea was a heck of a worker. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. So I, I. Champ? Yeah, exactly. Hmm. I know Cruiserweight Champ and. Um, definitely very good worker <clears throat> unfortunately the same cannot be said about ron reese no disrespect but he was a huge man i agree with you guys this just sums up what wcw was doing in the like mid 90s or whatever it was 
that's when they were bringing over all the WWF wrestlers, you know, Hogue and Savage. Then they were trying to come up with outrageous gimmicks. Then it, it just, gosh, it fell so flat. <clears throat> it's, it's atrocious. I, I agree with you guys. Yeti, the worst. Oh, man. All right. So the Yeti slash Yeti is moving on to end the first round. Before we jump into the second round here, just another friendly reminder for those listening. If you would, please give us a thumbs up, uh, comment, subscribe. You can find us on multiple social media outlets, uh, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, we're, we're everywhere nowadays. So, But yeah, we, we do appreciate the support. So again, if you like what you hear, give us the thumbs up and subscribe to hear more. Nice. To move on to the second round here, we have a eh, an, an interesting matchup. <clears throat> the Shockmaster versus Glacier. And I believe I am actually starting off this round. So, this is going to be pretty short and sweet. Um, you know, like we've said on some of the other ones here, the gimmick of Glacier, you know, was maybe a little hokey. The whole Mortal Kombat gimmick thing. But again, you know, the Shockmaster with the, the you know, I keep coming back to that glittery helmet, which was bizarre. And then, you know, the of course, it just all went wrong immediately with that botched entrance. And, and I believe they kind of turned him into a a comedy character at that point because yeah what else were you gonna do i guess but hmm. but yeah it's just again like you know the shock master versus glacier the glacier names sounds cooler um you know the the get up the ring attire looked better he wasn't wearing a damn bedazzled stormtrooper helmet so yeah it's it's got to be Shockmaster uh, moving on again in my book. So, Marty, I think you're up next. Yeah. Um, as we get, you know, round after the first round, I try to be much more brief. Uh, for the sake of brevity, there's no question. Uh, Shockmaster looks sillier. The name is sillier. Shockmaster, worse given. And I am uh, right there with Marty. I'm um, in the second round because we discussed it so much in the first. I try to just push forward. I didn't want Glacier to be here to begin with, um, as I voted for Disco Inferno. Uh, but clearly, the Shockmaster moves on. Terrible gimmick. No, oh, I agree. Putrid. Yep, hideous. Oh no. Speaking of putrid, the next round we have the sh or the next round, the next matchup rather, we have the Shark. Oh no, against. Booty man. Oh boy. Marty, you're going first. Do what's right, please. God. Um yeah. Shark looked atrocious with the different accessories he had and the teeth on his face. Booty man is just silly and ignorant. It's it was more or less just a different version of Brutus the Barber. Um the name, though, Booty Man, is it's atrocious. Um, God almighty, this is, man, this is bad. Um, 
this is a tough one because these are both equally stinkers. Um, oh, man, I, I, booty think, man. I think I am going to oh, I'm going no. down to the tiebreaker ring work. God almighty. I can't. I'm sorry. Booty man's the worst of these two. I've got it. Yeah. <laughs> it's, and I know Tommy's going next just to throw it in there. I think we can all agree just going again by the whole name test criteria. Really, is there anybody out of the original 16, let alone anybody that's still remaining, with a name worse than Booty Man? I think hmm. we can all agree right out of the gate. Booty man has, I mean, that's the worst, at least as far as the name goes. It sucks. <laughs> but, Tommy, what do you think? Shark or booty man? Yeah, no, the, the booty man uh, definitely moves on as the worst of these two. And I do want to throw this in. I, I mentioned, you know, a lot to these guys. I mean, they're hired. It's their job. But when you get to a certain status in wrestling as where Ed Leslie was and with the backing of Terry Bollea, because, I mean, I— from what I've kind of read and heard and seen, you know, he kind of took Brutus, so to speak, under his wing. He could have vetoed the booty man. So for him to even accept that is very disappointing on his behalf. But yeah, I mean, thank God the Yeti's in this list because the booty man would have a clean sweep if not. <laughs> I mean, booty man is, I mean, literally it is offensive. I'm, I'm sickened, and, um, yeah, the booty man. Yeah, and I don't even – you guys have pretty much said it all. Uh, not that it needed to be said. The name says it all. The the infatuation with his ass. Yeah, the whole – the Heine finisher. Just the entire presentation is just – it's, yeah, it's hideous. Um, you know, the shark was bizarre, but – yeah, booty man for me is more offensive than than anything maybe in wrestling history. I don't even why we don't even need to finish this tournament. Yuck. <sighs> but just for the sake of the listeners, we will finish it with the booty man moving on. All right, the next matchup is that 70s guy versus Norman the Lunatic. Tommy, it looks like you're starting out this matchup. All right. Um, boy, I want to be quick, but because I think so highly of Mike Awesome, and again, I, I, I don't know if he was to the level of like an Ed Leslie and had the, the backing of a Hulk Hogan that he could have vetoed this. So I'll give him credit for that, that he's just doing his job. But he was just such a better worker than Norman. Um, I don't even know Norman's real name, but just you know, with the gimmicks kind of being equally pitiful. Uh, but when Norman slid, like you said, to the baby face and started doing the teddy bear bullshit, that just really put it over the top there. So for me, Norman the lunatic moves on. All right, and I believe, if I'm not mistaken, Norman's real name was Mike Shaw. I think wow. so. You guys have good memories. <clears throat> Holy moly. Yeah. And actually, I'm next here. Oh, man. Yeah, this is, again, I think all the matchups with, with Mike Awesome are tough because it's it's more about, you know, the fact that that poor guy with the potential was saddled with a terrible gimmick. Um, 
so the yeah, but the gimmick itself was bad. But yeah, without going back and forth too much. Oh man, yeah, the seventies guy was bad. Mike Awesome was not by any means. That it was all in the name, and he was awesome. But Norman, yeah, the just the yeah the gimmick, the look. Oh man. Um. So yeah, I'm I'm gonna go ahead and go with Norman as well to move on as as a worse gimmick. Marty. So it's it's already uh, unanimous. So there would be no chance that I'd use a veto anyway. <laughs> um, uh, you know, I guess I'll agree with you guys on this to do the clean sleep only because, you know, again, Tommy just said it too. When Norman became a baby face, it was so obvious what they were trying to do with the character that it was offensive to a real professional wrestling fan yeah norman clean sweep yeah and i think he's one of those you know you just have those guys in wrestling history that just they're just much more suited to be a heel i don't know if it's just the look the gimmick whatever it is just yeah he was one of those guys for me just much more suited to be a heel it was you know bizarre baby face but all right, so let's see here. The last matchup in the second round here to determine the semifinals is the Ratmaster PN News against the Yete. Mm. Oh, boy, and it looks like <laughs> I am starting out this one. I don't think this needs too much debating. Um, again, we've already said what we need to say. Ratmaster was, yeah, hideous. Uh, but Yete, I just, I can't get over the fact that Yete was not a Yeti, or Yete, he was a GD mummy, <laughs> and then yeah, the, yeah, what he did to Hulk Hogan was just unspeakable, it was, yeah, the whole, the whole presentation was just hideous, <laughs> so yeah, Yeti, as bad as PN News was, yeah, Yeti's terrible he's moving on for me marty what do you think gosh um mm -mm -mm. this is probably the most difficult one not of this specific tournament of this whole time we've been doing the podcast now for you know five six weeks because these are so equally i'm gonna even take it a, a level higher so disturbing Yete, at least, let's be honest, WCW Creative, if you even want to call them that, the booking committee, they phoned it in. They're right. They just said, oh, Yeti, and threw out a guy that had toilet paper wrapped around him. But PN News, they actually tried. Oh, yeah. God, it's so bad. The gimmick was so offensive. His in-ring work was so bad. He was known as an unsavory character backstage. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna shock you guys. I'm gonna say PN News was worse. That's how strongly I feel. <laughs> oh, God, I'm not kidding. Oh, you, uh, I don't think All you right. are. Um, nice. Get ready to use your veto then, if you want, because the Yeti, I think, is one of the worst things I've ever seen in professional wrestling history. So my vote is the Yeti. Um, and just I... as we've mentioned many times, not to be funny, and I assume, you know, or I know what they were trying to do, but you got to practice. Um, 
and you got to work these things out. I mean, literally with Hulk Hogan, that was a sexual assault, and they had it on TV. So just yeah, disgusting. I mean, but, at least it was safe because he's all wrapped up. Thank well, I God. guess. But yeah, I'm going with the Yeti. So Marty, what do you well, think? Well, I'm not going to use a veto. I don't want to see the name again of the guy. I'll say it one last time. PN News. So I might disagree, but yeah, I'm, I'm not going to use a veto. They're both horrible. Yeah, horrible. Yeah. So the Yeti <laughs> is moving on to the semifinals. Um, just throw out one more quick reminder for those listening. If you like what you hear, again, we appreciate the support. Give us a thumbs up. Subscribe. Tell your friends. Find us on Twitter, Instagram. Podcast is available on Spotify, Stitcher. Now, obviously, we're here on YouTube as you're listening. Well, most likely. So we appreciate the support comment. Let us know what you think of the matchups. If there's anybody that you think should have been excluded, included, um, we'd love to hear from you. Now, without further ado, we have the semifinals for the worst WCW gimmick. The first matchup, which this is, again, how we say matchups are everything, this could potentially have been the finals we have the Shockmaster, <laughs> and thank God Marty is starting this one out against Booty Man. Mm-hmm. Which which gimmick <laughs> is more offensive, the Shockmaster well, or the Booty Man? They're both booty, so to speak. Yeah, um, and the Heine. Let's just oh not forget the Heine. I mean, the appearance, I... How to probably, and I'm not kidding, have to say Shockmaster looks worse. Just again, as you said, the bedazzled Stormtrooper yeah. helmet. I think he had a furry vest that didn't even <laughs> match the theme. No. Was, um, they just threw some shit together that was back in oh, catering in a cardboard box. They did. and But the name Booty Man is oh. far worse. Yeah. Um, in-ring work... Um, this is just I, I don't know what to do here this is a real real tough one uh, I'm I'm just gonna say based on yeah, based on the name Booty Man is worse yeah and, and just a uh, kind of just for the criteria sake I, I kind of threw that in there as the tiebreaker but in most cases these gimmicks are so bad. I don't think the in-ring work really matters. Yeah, because like I said, I so agree. many of these guys weren't bad workers. It was just saddled with a terrible gimmick. But just for the sake of the tiebreaker, if need be. But but yeah, that is fair. Booty man, Tommy, booty man or Shockmaster? <sighs> which which one offends you more? Yeah. Wow. Um... Probably I am going to go with the booty man. Um, and not probably, I am going to go with the booty man. So Shockmaster, better thank God booty man was in this uh, and came down to meet him in the final four. And Shockmaster, I think, was he the gentleman that went on, well, unless I'm flipping time frames, to be Tugboat in he WWF? Was, was. Or was he tugboat. already Tugboat and then he came yeah. in as... Yeah. Okay. Yep. So he went from a prominent spot with 
Hmm. What he came in alongside. And he was Hogan with John, and... John Tenta, I think, in WWF, yeah, yep. which ironically yeah, tag, tag champs, and then he the natural yeah. disasters. Yep, and then and well, then he ended up yeah in a disastrous gimmick. Yeah. Poor guy. <laughs> Luckily for him, not as disastrous as the Booty Man. And I'm you know I'm up next here. And yeah, I just it's like a flip of the coin. They're both hideous, but. It's it's yeah. It's just hard to get past the the booty man. I mean the shockmaster look, like we said, with the glittered helmet and the the furry vest and everything was was bizarre. But yeah, I just yeah, I can't get past the booty man with the the exposed butt cheeks and that finisher. And yeah, it's it's booty man. So yep, luckily for for Fred Ottman. Ed Leslie is moving on to the finals here to take on either Norman the Lunatic or the Yeti. Tommy, <laughs> what do you think? Norman, I have a feeling I know what the, the finals will be here, but let's see. Yeah, well, I imagine the finals are going to be the booty man against the Yeti. So clearly the Yeti. I mean, an embarrassment, as I mentioned before, to the uh, sport of professional wrestling. I mean, creative just literally gave up, threw something together, didn't even match the name with the character. Just, and that somebody in the back, I mean, what about all the other wrestlers that were around? What about uh, the gentleman, Reese, uh, yeah. that, that played the, nobody knew that wasn't a Yeti? I mean, just an absolute embarrassment, which is really what we've got here as a collective. These final four are just embarrassments to the sport of professional wrestling but the Yeti, uh, certainly, in my opinion, worse than Norman. So, the Yeti. All right, yep, and I'm up next, and I, I agree, yeah. I mean, like I said, both hideous, but at the end of the day, yeah. At least Norman the Lunatic, you know, I don't, it wasn't as offensive to me. Um, yeah, it just keeps coming back to yeah, the, the Yeti not being a Yeti just being a guy wrapped in toilet paper like you said just the gimmick didn't match the name and it was just the whole presentation that's that's what it comes down to so i agree the yeti is moving on unless marty chooses to use his veto well to, to save well i guess save norman the lunatic <laughs> how you want to put that but let me ask you seriously can once a decision's made and that matchup's done, we can't go back and use our veto, can we? <laughs> <laughs> well, it depends on how if, far back it was, I guess. <laughs> well, because I'm still on the fence about PN News. But in all seriousness, <laughs> <laughs> in all seriousness, um, yeah, PN News, I, I just, I did. I thought that was so atrocious. And they, what I've read, he wasn't a good guy backstage. But anyway, um, yeah, I'll agree with you guys. Yete is just, yeah, it's it's a tall guy wrapped in dirty toilet paper who's doing dirty things to Hogan. Yete moves on. All right, so we have our final set here. Fans, those listening, the NFL once a year has their Super Bowl. Right now, we are having our toilet bowl, as I will <laughs> yep. call it. The worst WCW gimmick of all time, according to the Tournament Podcast. 
will it be Booty Man versus the Yeti slash Yeti? Unfortunately, it looks like I go first, and then Marty and Tommy. So, God, this is... Oh, man. This, huh. I don't know which way. I I wish if I had a coin, I would flip it, because you have both of these. This this may be the only chance Yeti has to to not be the worst. Oh, just there's a chance. The second, yeah, just the second <laughs> worst, because Booty Man is just... Oh, man. You know what? For me, Yeti... Hmm. Oh, boy. Yeah. Yeti was was bad. The yeah, the stuff we already said, the toilet paper, the the assault. But Booty Man, I you know, I don't know how many appearance appearances the Yeti or Yeti made, but Booty Man was at least around for a while and too many. It was just <laughs> it was yeah, it was just such a a hokey at least, you know, again, if you saw the names on a marquee, the Yeti versus, you know, I keep saying Hulk Hogan, or Booty Man versus Hulk Hogan, you know, my personal preference would be Yeti versus Hulk Hogan. At least that name sounds better on paper than Booty Man. You know, the presentation was horrendous, but yeah, boot just all around, the, the gimmick, the name that tiny finisher just everything about booty man and the fact that we were uh, forced to watch it longer than we were the yeti it's just yeah for me booty man i'm gonna say is the worst gimmick of all time wow. it's hideous yeah wow. uh marty it looks like you're up next well um god yeah they're they're, they're both equally atrocious i guess for me the deciding factor and i will say i hate when some people say you know oh you should do whatever you want professional wrestling it's it's all phony baloney and you know some of the old school fans jim Cornette takes it to the extreme but when people say oh wrestling is fake it's you should it's already embarrassing i, I disagree because we chose to watch a more realistic based wrestling in the 80s, the NWA, you know, mainly Tim Crockett. So to us, this stuff is more offensive. But I've got to say this, Booty Man, while it was atrocious, a terrible gimmick, he was a real person. The Yeti was supposed to be, I don't know if he was a mummy or a um, an Arctic beast a yeti but to me yeti's worse so we'll put uh tommy here in the hot seat situation yeah this uh, yep. is a, a real hot seat here um i if well how long was the yeti even okay let me ask this did the yeti even wrestle a match i mean actually do not Luckily, I've I've blocked out a lot of the Yeti. Unfortunately, not enough of it. <laughs> I tried to block it all out, but some nightmare. So basically, if he did, it was 
one or two or something. And so that was at least, a, you know, so hideous of a gimmick, but they didn't, they realized it immediately. Uh, the Booty Man, I think he had some ring time. I mean, we saw the Booty Man for, for quite a while, uh, which is pitiful. And again, Ed Leslie, I mean, he was the disciple I think, in my opinion, the only decent gimmick that man ever had in his entire career. So, you know, I mean, God bless him, I guess, in that regard. But I'm going to give you guys a little tidbit here that I don't know if you knew this. And this this matters. Did you know that the Yeti's dad, Ron Reese's dad, was on the 1961-1962 UC Bearcat National Championship teams? Oh, no, that's interesting. I did not. Neither it's did I. Beautiful uh, so tidbit. That tipped me certainly in the direction of the Booty Man being the worst, and because the Yeti was so short-lived, then he was like a, a big ninja or something. I guess that was at least better. Um, and then obviously with Raven's Flock, et cetera, et cetera. But yeah, the Booty Man, and that they just tried, and then poor Kimberly, it just oh. Yeah, my vote is for the Booty Man is the worst gimmick in uh, maybe the history of pro wrestling. Nice. You know, I, I don't know yeah, about just WCW, but anyway, that's my vote, the Booty Man. So, nice. Marty. Yep. Will you, huh, will you, and if you do, God bless you, will you use your veto to save the Yeti? And again, don't know well, if that's the right terminology when we're discussing the worst gimmick, but. Um, no, I'm not going to use my gimmick, but, or my gimmick, it is a, one of our gimmicks, though. I will not use the veto unless I can use it to bring PN News here and say he's the worst ever. <laughs> but other than that, lastly, I just saw this on Wiki. I'll tell you the source. The Yeti, he was frozen in a block of ice. So that makes it interesting. And, and then when the ice thawed, out he came you know, bandaged up as a mummy. So that's yep. interesting. They found <laughs> some, him in a block of ice. As some people have said that anything that comes out of a box is instantly over. I don't know what the feeling is on a block of ice, if, if the same applies, but clearly it did not, at least not for the Yeti. So Agreed. Disgusting. All right, so to make it official, Booty Man has been voted the worst gimmick in WCW history. Who knows? Maybe at some point down the line we'll do a a WWF, but unfortunately there could be two, three, four parts to that. So That would be an eight-hour podcast extravaganza. Yep, we may need time to to recoup this hideous hideous group of 16 before we even think about doing that. So... (laughs) So, yeah, Booty Man is the worst. One Can more I... quick reminder. Oh, go ahead. I'm so sorry to interrupt you. Yep. I just wanted to just jump in personally and say these were all so bad, and we love to joke and have fun, but I can speak on behalf of my brothers. We're not mean-hearted people at all, so it's all in good fun. If I had a job and I got paid a lot of money to do something silly, you better believe I'd do it. So, you know, if somebody starts sending me money here to the podcast, I might do an episode wrapped in toilet paper. Just throwing that out there, guys. 
but uh, <laughs> nothing personal to any of these wrestlers. <laughs> oh, yeah, like I said earlier, you know, it's nothing personal against the guys. I'm sure, you know, most of them. Well, Marty um, sounded personal against PN News. Yeah, I was going to say, well, most of these guys, I'm sure, good guys, PN News aside. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm sure most of them are, were, you know, great guys. So, you know, it's nothing against them, personal. Um, it's just, like I said, just strictly about the gimmick that they were paid to, to portray. And, yeah, I agree. Like Marty said, at the end of the day, if somebody wants me to, you know, put on a stormtrooper helmet or dress up like, you know, Gene Simmons and do this podcast, yeah, again, I will do it. So, yeah, at the end of the day, it's, it's all in good fun. But when yeah. we link up Patreon, you guys will have those options. And oh, we do these yeah. via Zoom so you could see us. We already wow. do some of our episodes on Zoom, but yes, most of them not. Mike, yeah. I unfortunately have to ask for Patreon, would you assault your brothers like Yeti to Hope? Ah, well, if that's what people wanted to see, we could discuss it. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, if, we, if, if we get to the point where we have a Patreon, then yeah, who would be in the middle? People, if people would like to see it, you could see, yeah, you could see Tommy sandwiched in between the Yeti and the Kiss Demon, possibly. So, yuck. If, I'd if be that's more what like people Norman see, lunatic, me dressed up like the Demon and Marty wrapped in possibly used toilet paper. So, <laughs> it would be fitting because these gimmicks were crap. They were drizzling. Oh, yep. So, yep. Like you said, Booty Man, the worst. Before we close out, just one more reminder for those listening. If you like what you hear, please oh, give do. us a thumbs up. They do. S- subscribe, share, uh, comment. We always say we love the feedback. Um, let us know, if, you know what you think of the matchups, the ultimate winner. If there's anybody we should have added or taken out or even, if you know, I'm sure we'd be welcome to some recommendations as well. If there's some stuff you'd like to hear down the line. Um, and again, you can also find us on social media, Twitter, Instagram. You can find our podcast on Stitcher, Spotify. So we we love the support. We appreciate the support. So, you know, we're, we're happy if you're enjoying what you're hearing. And with that said, I think we can close this one out. Booty Man is the worst. Yeah, we will. We will put a bow on this one and we will be we will be back next week with an all-new episode nice. of the Tournament Podcast. And the Yeti! Those big massive arms are still wrapped around Hulk Hogan. 